When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In like the comment section, when they see somebody file for divorce, they'll say stuff like, oh, there's no hope for us if this person got a divorce. What? Why are you basing your life off of other people's life? That don't make no sense to me. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of singlewomanchronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be the best version of themselves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls in dating. And today's episode is brought to you by my workbook, Get Unstuck When Life Sucks, the 30-day guided self-help journal with journal prompts. Normally, I will read the back, but I just want to talk about how we are in the last quarter of the year, and a lot of you guys are waiting until the new year to get started on your journey to whatever you want to do, maybe losing weight, maybe start saving, maybe pay off something, maybe start a career. But why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? Like, there's no better time than now. Why are you procrastinating even longer on something that you really want to do? Use these days wisely. You cannot get time back. So if you are feeling stuck in a rut and you're kind of like, I don't know how to get started, get this book, get this journal. Because the journal prompts are going to push you out of your comfort zone and into your glory zone. And that's what you're trying to get. Okay, it is available on Amazon.com right now. Now, okay, get it today, get it written on, make the best, make the most of the time you have left. Because again, you can't get this time back. In the way inflation is inflationing, the way the world is going nuts, you just got to get in your inner peace and do the best you can and the, on, the best only you can because folks out here wilding. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so today I really just want to touch on these celebrity divorces that are happening because I feel like many times we allow other people's problems to negatively affect us and we need to mind our own business. Okay. <laughs> now I know I'd be minding other people's business, but I do it on a surface level. I don't do it on a level to the point where it affects me and discourages me. So I wanted to title this episode are celebrity divorces discouraging you? Because I hear a lot of people say under these um, comments in like the comment section, when they see somebody file for divorce, they'll say stuff like, oh, there's no hope for us if this person got a divorce. What? Why are you basing your life off of other people's life? That don't make no sense to me. It just don't make no sense to me. I was um, watching, no, I was reading a... Bible plan. I don't know if you guys have you version Bible. They have these great Bible plans where like if you don't really know what scripture to read, you can kind of type in not kind of you can type in like what you're going through and you can say for example you're going through depression or you're going through anxiety. You can type in anxiety and they'll give you um different guided um plans for that. I don't know why my brain just was like, nope, we're not doing it right now. But anyway, so I was reading a Bible plan that one of the young ladies in my um life group, which is basically a Bible study that we have weekly, suggested. And it was about comparison. And it talks about how like comparison is rooted in pride because if you think about it, C.L. Lewis said something around the lines of we are proud of ourselves when we get rich 
uh, we, we're pretty, we're at a higher status. But if you think about it, that's not true because we're only proud of ourselves when we're richer, prettier, or higher in status. Because if we had nobody to compare ourselves to and everybody in the world had the same amount of money, had the same amount of beauty, would we still be proud? Most likely we would not. It's this um, measurement of comparison, right? And comparison is bad when you're comparing yourself upwardly. Also, when you're comparing yourself downward, right? So people feel like it's only bad when you're looking at a situation like, oh my God, this person is my age, my race, and they're female as well. And they are... They have more than I have. Maybe they have a family. Maybe they're married. Maybe they're making more money. Maybe they own one, two, three homes and I don't have any of those things. So you feel bad about yourself. But also comparison can kill. You know, they say comparison is a thief of joy. Comparison can steal your joy even when you're comparing yourself to people who are not doing as well as you. For example, with these divorce things like yeah, you may be single, but you're looking at someone who's getting divorced. And although that's something that you shouldn't even be thinking about or worried about when you see it, it makes you think all these things like, dang, if they get a divorce, she reminds me of me. So if she gets a divorce, there's no hope for me. That is a lie. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Like we don't know these people. I know we feel like we know these celebrity couples. We don't know these people. We only know what they show us. We have no idea what they're dealing with. We don't know how they went into the marriage. We don't know the real issues behind why that marriage ended. We don't know what tools they used or didn't use to salvage the marriage. We don't know. So I think it's foolish of us to feel like, oh my God, because they didn't make it, that means there's no hope for anybody. Now, it does make me sad just seeing that because... I do love, I'm motivated and inspired by people doing things successfully that I want to do, right? So if there's a person who was single for a long time and they got married and the divorce, I mean, the, the marriage ends, that makes me sad. For example, Meg, Megan um, Good and Devon Franklin, that was sad for me because, you know, I read the weight. That was the beginning of my celibacy journey. That book helped me tremendously. Like, I really didn't know where to start, but that book helped me to start. And I remember when I got a divorce, people were like on the internet saying, oh, I'm throwing this book away. It was literally people trashing their book because they got a divorce. And I just thought that was so stupid because I'm like, what that divorce got to do with that book? <laughs> like, the book is still useful. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Like, what is wrong with you people? That makes no sense. It's like people want grace, but don't give it. Like you want the grace extended to you for being human and being the human that makes mistakes. That does not mean that your work, your gifting, your anointed, what you're anointed to put out into this world is flawed. That just means you're flawed. Like a person can be a doctor that saves millions of people. I got a great example. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King is an icon. He literally shifted the world. He literally shifted America. He literally gave us, made our civil rights move. Like without Martin Luther King, we would not have 
a lot of the equality that we have now. Of course, we still have a ways to go because racism is still racism. We still have a lot of systems put in place to battle, you know, against racial inequality. But you'll get what I'm saying. Martin Luther King, he is a, a wonderful man. And he did a lot for this country. But you still have people criticizing him for his alleged affairs on his wife. And what I don't like is that people will make it seem like just because this man may have been unfaithful. We don't know for sure. But these were the rumors. Just because he may have been unfaithful, does that erase all that he did do? The answer is no. Because we're still living in what he gave to the world today. Because without him, we would not have as much, as many rights as we have now, as much equality as we have now. We wouldn't. We needed him. I'm not about to say that he sucks as a full person and that his stuff does not matter just because he was allegedly unfaithful. That is foolish. So I just think it's crazy that when we see these couples... And, you know, I know the TV show Black Love, people were talking about how, like, half of the couples on Black Love are divorced now. Like, Tia and Corey, that hurt me. Um, Tina knows, and her ex-husband, well, she, I don't think it's finalized yet, but they are getting divorced. That was, like, hurtful. And some more people, oh, Devon and Megan were on there, and that was hurtful, right? But even the gems that they gave, that does not negate what they gave because, Stuff, stuff happens, stuff happens, but that doesn't say that just because this happened to you, I'm not going to use what you put out into the world because at the time it was working, right? But we don't know what went on afterwards. So I just don't like how the world does that. Just make it seem like, oh, because this person made a mistake because their marriage ended, let's throw everything about their marriage away. And that's just foolish to me. Like, I still think like people may feel like, oh, if I want to, oh, if I want to speak to a couple about marriage and get like their tools and things of that nature, I only want to speak to someone from a successful marriage. But I think that's foolish because I would definitely talk to someone who was divorced and ask them, okay, where did it went, go wrong? What can I avoid so that I can avoid what you went through? Like they still have wisdom. They still have things to give. So I just don't like that whole unforgiving culture when someone gets a divorce you just make it seem like they suck and everything they put out into the world sucks and they're untrustworthy just because of that because people like even with Steve Harvey Steve Harvey is on his second wife but you know he wrote the book act like a lady think like a man that book has some gems in it no I don't agree with every single thing in there because it has to be adjusted to the culture that we're in but it still has some gems I'm not going to throw away the person's advice just because they have a past they learn from it. You're going to either take an L as a loss or an L as a lesson, baby. <laughs> and that's just what it is. So don't let these divorces discourage you and make you stop hoping in the love that you hope for that will lead to marriage. Like, don't do that. There is still hope for you because you are not them. You are not them. So just don't do it. Just, ah, uh, it just really grinds my gears, people. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about was the Tyler Perry clip that is going viral. And I think I'm going to go ahead and put it here just so we can discuss it. 
All right, just in case you haven't heard it. So I'm going to roll that beautiful bean footage. Here you go. A, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm -hmm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the in in our society right now, mm -hmm. black women are making. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job mm -hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm -hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm -hmm. because his, his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your work, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm -hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You've handled the light bill. Baby, you can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm -hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. So I'm biased. I'm biased, y'all. I can't even lie. Let me tell you why I'm biased. Because unlike most people who only take the clip and judge from the clip, I actually watched the whole video. So this clip came from Keep It Positive, Sweetie, which is, I think her name is Crystal Renee's podcast. And she interviewed Tyler Perry. Now, if you go listen to that whole podcast, it is so encouraging, like mad encouraging. Unfortunately, this little stupid clip made it it negative painted it in a negative light of course thankfully crystal didn't get um scrutinized for it but tyler did but at the same time like after watching i can only make my opinion from the full interview i can't just do it from the little clip that went viral right so here's what i think i don't think Tyler was telling black women to settle. And I'm saying this because, again, I watched the whole video. I think he was saying the success of a man should not be the number one priority. Because I feel like right now in today's era, attraction, status, and money are like the three things pushed as far as like what to look for in a partner on both sides. Like, Men are saying, I want her to look a certain way. Either she, a guy wants her to make the money or he don't want her to make no money <laughs> or he wants her to have like a certain status. And the same with women, like, you know, six figures, six pack, uh, what is it? Six feet, something, whatever. <laughs> like, and I feel like Tyler was just saying, listen, I just feel like today's culture pushes too much about how much somebody makes but if that person makes you happy if you're okay with someone making less than you then that's fine like don't be so don't be so critical about how much a man makes or how much someone how much money someone makes because you can miss out on love for that right so that's what i received and 
I am the type of person because I like when people do this for me. I like to give folks the benefit of the doubt, one. And two, I try to process information that may be a little um, controversial from the lens of, okay, I know this person and I know they're normally inspirational and I know they normally come from a good angle. So I don't think Tyler Perry would ever tell a woman she needs to settle because no. Um, but I have seen a lot of different clips of people stay in their side and they're basically saying that they don't like what he said and they feel like even his narrative from his movies and his TV shows always push struggle love. Now that I can agree with. I will say that that I feel is kind of true because if I'm thinking about it, I don't think any of his love stories have ever been like struggle, uh, absent of struggle love. No, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't recall any. I'm over here. Like I've watched every one of them and most of them come from the lens of struggle love, but that's just his writing style because I think that's what he has experienced. And I think he writes from a point of view to connect with people who have experienced that as well. I don't think he's trying to push that on to people. I can say this because as a person, I'm a writer. I have a fiction novel. Shout out to Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story, kinda. You can get that right now on Amazon, books on Google Play, Apple Books, as well as Audible if you don't like reading. But yeah, I write from an angle that I've experienced. And I write from that angle because one, I feel like you're a better story writer when you've experienced certain things. It's, it's, it's easier to write when you've experienced it. And two, I feel like someone can relate to it because sometimes when we're in our struggle, we feel alone. And although there are movies that I love that are great love stories that, you know, it's, it's super easy. They meet the guy. He's perfect. They go live happily ever after. That hasn't been my experience. So I watch both. Now I watch the ones that, you know, it's easy, ain't no struggle love there. And they can just go and live happily ever after without any craziness happening for hope. But I like, I do believe representation matters. So I do like watching shows where, you know, people have gone through the struggle and have figured out how to work it out because that can one, make me feel like I'm not alone. And two, help me to gain practical views on maybe how I can handle that, you know, or how I can avoid that. So I don't feel like Tyler Perry meant it how everyone is saying it, but I do understand the um, outrage of black women because I'm a black woman. (laughs) I do... I do believe that society wants us to settle because they feel like we're already at the bottom and we should just be happy that any man wants us at all. And that's the sad part. And it sucks because they don't tell women of any other race to settle or feel this way. They don't tell women of any other race that if your man makes less, then it's okay. They, they don't tell women of any other race that. They only tell us that. And I feel like we're so used to hearing that, that immediately when we heard Tyler say something around that, we were like, ah, yes, he's one of those two. 
And again, I don't believe he said it like that, but I do agree with the outrage. I do understand why, because it's like, dang, it's another person on a podcast talking about what women need to do and not telling men what they need to do. We got enough instruction. We got a lot of books. We read the books. We got the coaching programs. We got the the festivals. We got the conferences and we go to them. But we're just starting to see men get help. We're just starting to see men go out and seek therapy and conferences and self-help books on stuff other than how to get rich. Because usually men handle their problems and their brokenness by getting rich. I forgot who said it, but it's true. A guy said that. They said men normally handle their brokenness by getting rich. They don't go and fix their problems by building emotional awareness, building emotional intelligence, learning how to just be a better human. No, they go and get rich because their pride tells them if I make a lot of money, then my problems go away. And that is a lie. We know that's a lie as a woman, but they don't realize that. So I feel like we're just now entering a era in era in life where men are finally starting to seek help but we still have a lot of people on podcasts people on platforms telling women what they need to do and they're not telling men what they need to do enough like when are we going to call when are we going to call our men as much as we call our women that's all i'm saying because <laughs> we get called out a lot like it's oh women did this oh it's her for oh she needed to settle down oh she need can we tell men to embrace rejection and learn how to be rejected can we tell men how to learn how to accept no? Can we tell men to stop dogging women out and then get mad when we no longer want them? Can we tell men that they cannot continue to treat us any old kind of way and expect us to just accept it? No. <laughs> like, Can we talk about that? I do know a lot of people don't talk about it because men don't be listening. They don't be listening. That's why it's not a lot of programs for them because they don't be listening. But I do feel like because we're entering an era where they do listen, are starting to listen. We have a very small percentage, but it's, it's starting to happen. I do think we need more men to stand up and start putting these programs into place. So when the more men start to seek these opportunities to be better equipped spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, they're already in place. And y'all start calling them out. So when you call them out and they start looking for the answers, they're available. But it's just an influx of stuff, talking to women and telling us what we need to do. We're tired. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> we is tired, okay? We is tired, okay? And for me, y'all know me. When I talk to my single sisters, my single women, I'm not telling you nothing about what to do to get a man's attention, to get a man, nothing, nothing like that, because you can only control yourself. You can't control these fools. I got 99 problems and a dude ain't one. But what I will tell you to do is how to be emotionally stable out here in these streets, how to avoid these pitfalls so you won't be pulling your hair out or losing your edges because somebody musty nut son done done something to you. <laughs> and I will just tell you how to be happy and healthy within yourself because that's what matters the most. Because when you're operating from your full potential, life gets better in all areas. And that's just my opinion. But I do wish they would stop speaking to women about what we need to do to improve the dating um, the data sphere, 
that's not even a word, but <laughs> you know what I mean. And they need to start talking to men because it's ghetto out here. It's musty out here. And honestly, to be like real, it's mostly the dudes. They started it. I don't care. I'm probably biased because I'm a woman. But from my point of view, they started it. <laughs> like if we really get down to the nitty gritty, I feel like they started it. And they're taking, instead of changing and just being better and listening to us and what we're telling them to do, instead they're mad and they want to bash us and they want to try to manipulate us into settling again, but we're not going for it. And they mad about it. So whatever. But anyway, y'all, that's my little two cent for this week. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this. Until next time, bye. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save.